We streaming. Oh, man. Wow. We streaming. Ooh. I stream. Don't say your social security number out loud. Oh, God. Like you were just doing it. Oh, oh, oh. Nine zero. Literally going to be my segment. Two, two, two. <laughs> just read off a list of everyone's social security numbers. Here's all our socials. No, I'm not going to tell you who's who, but I bet you can yeah. figure it out. <laughs> Uh, Alex is such a 518, am I right? Uh, hey everybody! Hey everybody! Hey everybody! Hey everybody! Let me get this down. <laughs> hey everybody! Hey everybody! Hey! Ev Hi everybody! You've only done this 120 times. I know. I know. I know. It's only been good like twice though. That's the fair. tricky part. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hey everybody! What's up? Welcome to What's the Weather with Aaron and the Boys. <laughs> oh, that's no, perfect. Like, you it's you way ruined better, my. Dude. Aaron ruined and the boys, huh? Yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, we've renamed the podcast. Jake and I have been talking about it. Yeah, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, yep, yep. So now we are exactly that. What's the weather with Aaron and the boys? And you have to say it that way. Uh, so welcome to the Forecast episode 128. The Forecast is a bi-weekly podcast produced, streamed, and sometimes released on Thursdays. We're a community of people who love exploring and discussing all kinds of things from video games and board games to film and TV to our everyday life experiences. If you'd like to know more about what we do, you can follow us at facebook.com forward slash the horizon FB, or you can come hang out in our Discord channel, or you can check out our website at we'rethehorizon.com, where we have a ton of original content for you to browse through. Additionally, everything we talk about is in our cast notes, which is pushed out to whatever podcasting app you are using. I am Aaron, joined by a couple additional peeps. Alex. Hey, swiggity, swiggity. I'm coming for that booty. Jiminy Christmas. Good Chad. Lord. Didn't even wow. <laughs> I'm like Gosh. related to him. That's, that's, <laughs> don't that's say that funny. out loud. <laughs> don't admit that to yourself. Uh, Jake John. Hey, what's up, boys? It's bright and sunny over here. Oh, yeah. Caleb. That's me. And oh, 93. Hello, guys, gals, and most importantly, non-binary pals. All right, let's get started with the segment. Chad. I think you're up this uh, week. I'm bringing you a Mattis, which is marketing ads, things, and stuff. Uh, if anybody listened to the podcast where I did the segment last time, you know that Burger King's kind of cool with their, uh, you know, ridiculousness. Yeah. It wasn't great. <laughs> no, their their advertisement was crappy. Uh, refresher, moldy burger. That's about all you need to know. Mm, so I'm bringing you. I'm gonna I'm gonna do like two two here. I got I got, I got two Whoa. in my back pocket. Whoa. So Whoa. one of them is from IKEA UK. Mm. This was posted on January 1st on Instagram. It's actually a really cool commercial. It's um a meteor is coming to hit the earth and it's full of just all this like junk, right? It's all this like um just trash that you would uh basically get from, you know, buying all this like ridiculous like plasticware or like, you know, pickle jars, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um and every single time the person in the advertisement uses something from Ikea, the meteor breaks up a little bit and it gets smaller and smaller until finally it bursts into nothingness because, you know, Ikea is uh, favoring reducing, the frugal. They're reducing yeah. space waste. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're uh, just so destroying a, comets by people, by selling products to people in the world. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I got a link that I, uh, that Aaron will post 
uh, into the cast notes, but I think it's a really cool commercial. Interesting. Yep. So this is like this is a good one. Yeah, yeah, this is a good one this time. <laughs> wow. Okay. But it's you know right right on the heels of the good one it's is a bad one. <laughs> the <laughs> bad one. But it's not really bad. It's just more like head scratching. Uh, so you guys know about butt plugs, right? Oh, yeah. Chris, all about them. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this is a start. Intimately aware, you might say. In- wow. Okay. Anyway, uh, Alex right. is moving out of the Horizon House. We'll have some space soon. <laughs> hey, don't kink shame him. <laughs> so this one is a blast from the past, and we can continue that with another kind of rhyme, if you will, with your own imagination. Okay. Uh, wow. It is from... <laughs> It is from the 1940s. Butt plugs were actually marketed as a headache remedy. Heck oh, yeah. Yeah. along it's with so, cocaine. It, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was originally sold as a miracle cure for headaches, acne, and insanity. Acne, yes. Wow. Well, uh, yes, my butt plug insanity. does solve my acne. <laughs> <laughs> Yours solves your acne. Mine solves my insanity. Wow. I mean, they they sold a lot of things as remedies back in the day oh god yeah i mean so much stuff yeah not any of it good but <laughs> they definitely did that a lot right 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 uh let's move on what have you been playing lately uh alex we're gonna start with you this week if you're there yeah are you zoned <laughs> should we just start with I... <laughs> what have you been playing that you don't really care about but you need to put something in here because normally yours is very long this week question mark? yeah Okay, sure. Right, we'll do that. We'll do that. I'm still playing some Call of Duty stuff, Warzone, etc. Yeah, I've actually found comfort in like watching tons of random TV shows on the side screen and just playing multiplayer to level up guns mindlessly. Oh, sounds fun. Yeah, that sounds sounds fun. fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like extremely games. low effort. You don't really have to think about anything. Very chill. Feels extremely low gain too. Mm-hmm. I gain levels on my gun, and I can use those in Warzone later when I'm going hardcore. You know. Yeah, yeah. So I've hardcore? I've watched like <laughs> three and a half seasons of The Office doing that. Wow! Wow! Oh boy! Yeah, that's basically been my life. Um, tried Smite again with Chad. That game's frustrating still. <laughs> played some more Dota. Played some that's more fun. Guild Wars. Played some Dungeons and Guild Wars. Those are pretty cool. Actual content. But uh, nothing major, nothing super interesting. Man, sounds like you've been enjoying playing games lately. Yeah. 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 This is like such a detour from where we're normally at. I like If you were to go first normally, it would be like 25 minutes into the podcast. I don't yeah. even know what we're going to do this podcast, actually. Can you just like, I was... vamp for a little bit, actually? <laughs> sure. I was time. thinking the other day, actually. Oh, God. We're five months into the year, and I was like, you know, it's darn near half the year. Yeah. What what has been out for game of the year at this point? Yeah, you know, I was mm. thinking the same thing, and uh, let me tell you, the second half Paladins. of this year is going to save me. <laughs> Pal- Paladins. <laughs> if I had to put if I had to put up a list right now, I don't even know if I could fill the list. I, I, I could not I fill would it with two moments, games. I think I'd have to pull things from last year. There's a few. Hitman Three came out. Bowser's Fury came out. I think you count that? Or Loop Hero. What, Bowser's Fury? Yeah. Yeah, this Why not? This, like, I got like six hours in it. It has an ending. Mm, sure. They released it. I can buy it. <laughs> uh, Near Valid Epic point. came out. I don't know if it's any good or not. Good. One if you wait games. one more day, Resident Evil 8 will be out. Yeah. 
Mm. I feel like that's going to be the first real one. Yeah, that's probably Whoa, a big one. Whoa, what are you talking about? I played the first real one already this week. Oh, no. Oh, transition. Oh, okay. Transition. Transition. <laughs> uh, yo, that new Pokemon Snap game is tight. Oh, my gosh. Whoops. You Holy take pictures God. of Pokemon? Yeah. Goodbye. Wow. No, now you snap their necks. That's the new oh. twist. Uh, <laughs> it's like Hitman, but in Pokemon. Yes, it's very uh, edgy. Pokemon if you snap. liked the N64 version, hey, you'll like this, because it's a very close rendition of that, but they added new stuff and new Pokemon, and it's fun. Mm. I like it. I think mm. it's a solid game. I, I mean, wouldn't say it has nothing to do with actual photography, uh, because you can take, like, the worst picture in the world like you're pointing at the fucking ground but as long as it says that it's a pikachu counts four stars best thing that you've ever taken a picture of i i don't get it i mean but who is the target audience of this game i don't know imagine they made it like a hardcore photography simulator <laughs> and you gotta like set up lighting perfectly and everything <laughs> <laughs> backdrops try to manipulate the pokemon into good poses you look I mean, up like mm -hmm. guides online and they're like fun. yeah you need this uh ring light for the best picture <laughs> <laughs> picking out lenses it's important guys it's important this camera is that game the, the most bang for your buck it's i mean it's just nostalgia bait right uh i mean i'd say that there's more than just nostalgia there uh but it a lot of it is nostalgia a lot of it is like hey do you remember Buddy that didn't play Pokemon Snap when I was a kid. That game seems mad dumb. Pokemon <laughs> Snap's a fun game. I haven't played the new one, but the original one's great. I yeah, like, like it's definitely a very fun game to relax and just kind of vibe with yeah. for a little while. Now this imagine is not like a, uh, you're watching like The Office game. on the other screen. Oh, yeah, no. And you're clicking you'll heads miss, as fast as possible and, you'll on miss the all primary the screen. Stuff you gotta take pictures of. <laughs> How in the world can you like watch a show while playing it? Like, there, I because, do not have the mental capacity to do I that. I mean, I can do that for World because, of Warcraft, but that's because I'm not doing anything in World of Warcraft. It's because regular Call of Duty multiplayer requires no none of your brain power, zero percent of your brain power. You just sit in a corner and just wait till somebody, somebody then, runs, and then you just shoot them. No, I just sprint around the map and murder fools. <laughs> It's not like he's watching the fucking wire on the other. Yeah, wire. he's watching also, the office. I'm watching the office, which is a show I don't particularly care for. I get maybe, but like it's like every it's half fine. Hour and it's like, oh, they're still in the office. Okay, yeah. I get. This it. seems yeah. like the worst pastime of your existence. <laughs> it's a show don't, that you, you don't like, have to look at the screen to watch. Really, from what I understand, though, is you don't you really get what's particularly happening. care for Call of Duty. And you don't really care for the office. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a weird pit. That's why I was saying it's low gain. You're getting like nothing out of it's that. Pity watching and pity playing, but like both those combined, you have like somewhat of a satisfactory yeah. time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, I got you. I got you. Oh, what else have you been playing? Uh, so I've been playing that. I finally beat Valheim because I was just like, hey, you know what I should do? I should just beat Wait. this game. Beat beat? I thought you were waiting until they added all the extra content. I'm running out of shit to do. Oh, so okay, okay, okay. Yeah, went back, played that, beat it. It's nice. Been playing some magic while watching the Need for Speed, not Need for Speed, uh, the Fast and Furious franchise. Well, That's how been... can you take your eyes off the screen? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, when you realize how just absolute like movie garbage. The oh, fast you watch your mouth, sir. I okay. mean, hey, I love it, 
don't get me wrong, I enjoy the shit out of that franchise, but I, I dare you to tell me that the, any of the first four movies are good in oh. any sense of the word. Wow! The first four? <laughs> the wow, the first four are rough, dude. We're still, mm. we're still getting through it. I'm on, I just finished number four. So I don't like, know if you're talking about Tokyo were... Drift as a masterpiece. Yeah, back when they were driving Tokyo cars. Drift. Have you seen The Drift King? Yeah, DK, DK, what's that stand for? You guys like say that about Tokyo Drift with such conviction that I almost believe it. <laughs> <laughs> like I actually get like physically angry when I hear you talk about Tokyo Drift because of how many times you have said the words masterpiece or good with Tokyo Drift in the same sentence. Well, it's such Bro. a great movie though. What are you talking about? I honestly think people should be doing video essays about it. Like it's that level of quality. <laughs> Yeah. Dissecting. I, I watched I watched the fifth one with my girlfriend and I'm pretty sure it just broke her mind. She was just like, none of this makes sense. No <laughs> one would do this. How did they plan out five different heists for the same thing oh. in the course of like uh, it, would, it would legitimately take what two months for them to do everything? They have a safe shipped to them next day. Like Dude. it's fucking nothing. Is that the one where they drag time. the like 45 ton yeah. safe? Okay. <clears throat> Dual safes, uh, isn't what it? What a what a good scene. <laughs> oh no, it's two cars pulling one safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. come on. Yeah, yeah. And just one car through, like, cascading the buildings. safe through the buildings like a wrecking yeah. ball. And I the mean, cars like... are just driving on the road, no problem. <laughs> so if you think the fifth movie is a little bit unbelievable, buckle up. Oh, that's what I. Yo, I know. And that's what I was telling her. I was just like, if you're broken on number five, just wait till we get to the later ones because then you're really right. just going to be like, what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, when it because comes of on, the emotional but... toll of mm -hmm. when that song comes on. Exactly. Yeah, when Paul Walker dies. Oh, Jeez, spoiler. Spoiler. When the trailer comes on in Without the movie theater for Fast friends. and you actually start giggling at some of the scenes, you know it's gonna be good. Oh god, yeah. No, I can't <laughs> wait for Fast Nine. I think uh I think uh, a friend of the podcast, Tim is going to actually rent out a theater so we can get a bunch of people together and watch it. Oh <laughs> my gosh. I'm excited. I cried. Yeah. I've cried that physical sounds tears. Fascinating. Fascinating. Uh, I like it. And that's the whole podcast. Look yeah, at that. And we're done. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I gotta all go die now. Chad, let's move on to you. What have you been playing lately? Yeah, so I've been playing a couple games. Just, yeah, um, a couple. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I've been playing, playing a bit of Warzone. I've been that's my maintain. That's my main. You know, unlocking some weapons, playing a new season, trying to see what the meta is. Which is actually kind. It's it's in a like borderline rocky and healthy state for like weapons that you can use. Um, but I, I don't know. It's Warzone. It's one of those things where it's you either love it or you hate it. Uh, Scavengers Early Access came out, and I think it's actually free on steam right now like anybody can get it yeah that's right i'm not mistaken uh so that's a pretty cool game uh it's like apexy it's got a bunch of abilities that you can choose from or characters you can choose from that have different abilities and uh it's a game where you you go out and you fight the environment and get points and you're trying to compete for how fast you could do stuff to get a lot of points on a leaderboard and then extract in the middle of the map somewhere where everybody else is trying to extract and maintain your first place point position. Oh, cool. Um, I fell into a weird, like, let me just play every MOBA that exists. Mm -hmm. And I played That's a little bit of League. Oh, no. I played a little bit of Smite. Oh, no. I played a little bit of Dota 2. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Let's, let's hear it. Toxicity scale. What we got? 
on on which one? So okay, so League of Legends. Almost three. Yeah, you're right. On League of Legends, I've only played bots because I'm I was like mm-hmm. introducing MOBAs, the genre, to a bunch of people who've never played a MOBA before. Uh, so I'm sitting there as somebody who's new to League, while somebody else is like played League, and then we're introducing people to MOBAs. And the amount of times these people just ran underneath the enemy tower, <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, so, so I haven't really felt the toxicity of League. Might. Mm. Might is, is, once again, we were playing bots. It was Caitlin, Alex, and I, and we were just kind of doing the joust mode, which is just 3v3 mid. And I think it it was frustrating because the 3v3 mid, I think, is just a broken meta. Mm. Uh, There's a a lot of heroes that are just like lane pushers, and like once you're reversing them, it's just like not fun. Is there even all chat in that game? Uh, There's not all chat. Yeah, because I was like, I didn't see the... Enemy trash talking us ever they when we actually could play against people. Would have been rolling crazy. on the floor, laughing so hard at how bad we were. Man, we're so mm. bad. <laughs> mm. Mm. I'm just saying, another like a 3v3 mid mode. That sounds kind yeah, of that's fun. Yeah, that's new. Uh, my favorite play that way to play Dota. League is hey, Ram, all random, all mid. Mm. That's, a good, that's a good mode. That's fun. Yeah. I think it's it's just weird when you take a MOBA that like is built around having the three lane jungle system. And then you just throw it all into a mid lane. And yeah. so now you're just like dealing with the fact that like at an early level, you were always team fighting. And yeah. it's, I don't know. It's just, I think we need to give the game a bigger chance with like the, f- the three lane system rather than just the 3v3. And sure. it'll be a little bit more fun. But I, play little... Smite. I enjoyed that game. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's different than League and I mean, Dota. It's refreshing. Yeah, it's it runs into the same issue. Field that you have with any other MOBA is that you have to know what every character does to like be any form of successful in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have no idea what anybody does. So we're just fighting dudes. And then all of a sudden something happens and I'm like, well, yes, I, I, I suddenly died. Yeah. Yeah. So, I feel like I'll you explode wait. in that game a lot easier than like <laughs> Dota too. Like it, it's interesting. Cause you in Dota, you're like, Oh, I'm being attacked. Let me run away. I'm being attacked. I'm being attacked. I'm being attacked. Smite's like, Oh, I'm being attacked. I'm dead. Oh, like, super low time to kill. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, I mean, it's maybe because it's like the pulled away third person view. Like, if you don't have to do that, like right click to like move, I don't like. I don't know. I, I think they try to make it more actiony. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely different than like just playing Dota two or League. And Alex is correct. We do need to know the characters. We've been playing a. I played a little bit of Rocket League. It's yeah. kind of like ca- casuals, you know. I, I pick that game up every from time to time just to play a couple rounds and it makes me like sit there and ponder how I played that game for 800 hours like <laughs> I, I literally Why? I don't know it's just it's a good game but like I I get bored after like a couple rounds mm. I'm just like I'm done with this game I want to move mm. on mm. And maybe, Were you playing with somebody else you like you played with before or were you just playing with randoms Oh uh, just a couple friends mm, okay. but, I mean it was it was I mean funny because we kept running into each other and stuff like that and it's yeah, rocket yeah, league and yeah. when you whiff a ball it's hilarious and so it was uh, like the, the level of rocket league when alex car slid by the camera and right. scored a goal like backwards <laughs> upside, upside down, down. right yeah, so good <laughs> but okay. it's like i so the only thing i can think of that made me play 885.7 hours of this game is i would also like go back and forth between it and brawlhalla and dota and so it was like it was my mixture 
a little cocktail mm. of like mm. you know different things different tastes and so because like right now it's like i get on call of duty i'm on call of duty that's it and i can be yeah. on call of duty but like what, uh, what would you call your uh, your cocktail of games what is it like one part rocket league two part uh, brahalla oh for that s- segment it was probably like 10 parts dota two mm. parts rocket <laughs> league and one part brahalla Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a time that you know it was just like I would be sitting there and I'd be like, "Guys, can we play something else other than Dota?" All right, I guess I'm gonna play because I want to play with my friends. Gosh, well, dude, I mean, it is maybe one of the best video games ever made. Get out of town! No, you get out of town. It's so freaking good. And last and least, I I played a bit of Valorant lately. Oh, and why? let me tell you what, I just don't <laughs> understand. Yeah, I just can't wrap my head around why CSGO and Valorant are popular. No. And like They're I actually good games. I actually did some research on oh. opinions online to make sure that I am not just like some outlier that's just like a squeaky wheel that's just like because I'm bad at the game I'm making noise. The thing that I like fell across was an argument that basically was like alright let's look at game design. When you enter into a game, you want some things to happen. You want to be able to have fun. You want to have fun and have a skill that you can increase while it's feeling natural. And you want to have something that may or may not have a little bit of a skill gap, but is reachable, right? But the thing with Valorant that I just don't understand, and CSGO too, is why is the shooting mechanic... And how you have to like walk in and stop and then, you know, spray pat. Like, why is that such a like, it's so foreign and it goes against the grain on every other shooter out there on the marketplace. Any other shooter, Apex Legends, you got Hyperscape, you got Call of Duty, you got Battlefield, you got PUBG, you got just name a shooter, Quake. They're all like Overwatch. They're all like run and gun, you know, point and click. You know, you're going to be able to like track somebody. Then you have this game where you literally walk, you have to stop, you have to make sure that you're you're gonna get that one tap, and if you don't, you have to like pull down and like to the side to side to get the spray pad. It just doesn't make sense to me. And it doesn't make sense to any new player. And so it's just one of those things that's like a barrier against like the entry. And gotta make sure you crouch while you're shooting. I mean uh yes and no, crouching actually gets you a headshot more because people are pulling down, so like you mm-hmm. you don't crouch anymore that was like a technique that went away uh but it's like it's just one of those things where it's like the pros and the good people and the people who've mastered the spray patterns are now having this artificial fun and this this like fake like placebo of fun because they've mastered it kind of similar to how fortnite the people who built in fortnite and like mastered building and like it goes against the grain of all shooters uh they're also having this you know artificial fun because they have a step above the newer players, and it's just it's just interesting to me that it's it's still popular. It's almost like CS act, like couldn't in their game development couldn't like calculate uh, pinpoint precision, like uh, Apex, Hyperscape, et cetera, et cetera. And then after it got into an esport, it had to stay the way it is, and then Valorant just kind of fed off of that. Because imagine changing the shooting patterns now to just like a laser or like the walking in, into like, or you having to stop walking to just being able to move around. Like the pros would just go bananas and like the community would just be like, what the heck are you doing? Like, 
this is this is how CSGO is played. This is how Valorant's played. So I don't know. Uh, they currently have six hundred and forty thousand players on Steam. Mm. CSGO. Yeah, Incredible. I don't understand. I don't. I don't understand how. Okay, we're we're gonna go cover this opening. I'm just gonna stand here and cover this opening until somebody walks through it. Do you think it's like more? How like, that's like engaging gameplay. It, it becomes more like chess. Like you're just trying to outwit, outthink, outplan out your play. opponent. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. The, like, is there any like it's that outplaying like extreme accuracy? Well, that's when you get just like really the time small. to kill so fast pieces of duct tape and you just put them in a little tiny cross in the center of your monitor <laughs> perfect Smart. accuracy yeah yeah so I monitors know. have built-in i know versions of that now joke alex it was a joke. i mean i'm with i'm with uh i'm with alex like just the the idea the gameplay mechanics of the game like the core gameplay mechanics just seems really boring since it's you're not doing anything for half the game you're just sitting around waiting for someone to come around a corner because you think they're going to come this way or you have to cover that like hallway or whatever and it's just like that's all it is is and like, then somebody calls out oh they wouldn't be and you're like oh, okay guess i'll go or to the other side of the map you get shot and then you have to spend two minutes watching everyone else play because you yeah and so like i think that goes then to you know the love why games like uh pubg have like so much downtime of just like oh i died in a gunfight and now i have to sit around and wait for my friends to be done mm. and so you know let me go cook dinner or something real fast so that way <laughs> by the time i'm done eating they will finally be finished their match and i can rejoin them. like it's not fun no, no part of that is enjoyable but it's popular because the kids love it kids love yeah it. i think i think i have to counterpoint that just a little bit just because i'm not trying to defend cs or val because i i honestly just do not like either of them but the way you and i play because we suck at it sure we're probably gonna sit in place but the way people who are actually good at the game play is they are the ones that push around that corner and they like peek first which i think valorant has been proven to have peekers advantage yep and really they they will like get that one tap headshot on the person who's sitting still uh, and so you're actually at a disadvantage if you're not moving around than if you are. So I I think the flow of the game definitely is a little bit different for higher tier play. And mm-hmm. it, it it's more put there's actually like the position of entry frag. Like you're the person who's supposed to go in, get information and try to take out like one of them knowing mm-hmm. you're going to die. So, I mean, there's a little Weird. bit of strategy to it. And- yeah, I mean, it does seem strategic. It just seems so slow. Do you- I don't know. I keep giving it a, sh- a shot because I keep seeing clips. <clears throat> I keep seeing my friends play it, and I'm like, maybe, maybe like if I play it more, I'll like. I, I don't. It, back in the summer when it released, like it was good because nobody really knew what was going on, and there was right. no like, like. But then now everybody's in their you know ranks, and everybody's got the little ray patterns down and how to play, and you know they call out, yeah, play on default. I'm like, I don't know what that means. i think it just like that type of game maybe just suffers from a more dramatic curve uh you know like any game you play right any 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 battle royale we play that comes out like the first month or two it's a blast because no one really knows what they're doing and the people adapt and they learn how to play the game and they play the meta and they learn strategies and layouts and but some games are just like it's dramatically faster than 
like what what you would normally anticipate from a game. Right. Like you're thinking, oh, I'll play for two months. Valorant, I feel like maybe in that case, it's like something that's just like sped up really quickly. Like people just got real good, real fast. Well, Valorant, it was just like, oh, I play CSGO and this is basically that. So I'm just going to do the same mm, stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, my but opinion, I have powers now. I just want to like, I practice my aim and shooters. I've been doing it all my life. And then I go to Valorant and it's just so foreign. Like I, right. I'm not feeling as if my aim practice that I've done since literally Medal of Honor breakthrough back when I was like eight is like transitioning over to it. And I, I do yourself. like I've done a couple aim trainers and like I just unless I miss like I miss that first headshot and I'm screwed. Mm-hmm. And it's like it, no other game does that happen. Like if I miss the first headshot in Call of Duty, I can reorient myself while I'm spraying get back onto the target and outperform him because he has to react and adapt. Hyper, uh, hyperscape is the same way. Like, I, just, I don't know, man. It's just weird. It's just weird. Mm. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, only really been playing two things. One of them I've not really been playing, but the first one, uh, Destiny 2, of course, we've been raiding on the weekends when we can. Woo! Uh, yeah. yeah. Man. Raiding on, some way, raiding on Sundays is kind of hard. We don't have really a lot of time and then like the reset just makes it difficult but it's still fun to like go through and like i can definitely tell we've learned the strategies for each of the sections of the raids we're playing and we yeah. tend to move through it quicker which is which is nice this raid's um, been much easier to figure out than previous ones i think yeah uh, much easier definitely than the um last wish last wish last wish was insane yeah i still think that's the best raid so, so far. complex I guess actually after this one, there is only one other raid before they start re-releasing old raids. Yeah, which huh. I think the first old raid comes out on uh, next week, right? The 11th? Yep, that's true. Oh, they're they're really the new season's coming out then too. Yep. Season of the Splicer. Seems pretty cool. Uh, also, I've been just... Um, my real game of choice recently has just been uh, in Foundry <laughs> VTT. Um, it's where I spend all my time building Starfinder universes. It's not a video game per se. Uh, it's not a video game, no. But um, <laughs> you're definitely developing the aspects of being able to play uh, like oh. a video game light RPG. Uh, and I do say video game light because, man, that game or that app, that system, that engine can do so many freaking things. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And I catch myself where I'm like, oh, but I could do that. I'm like six layers deep in how something's going to interact with players in game i'm just like all right i need to stop this is it's too much we're only going to be here at this one encounter for like a good like 10 minutes and then we're moving on and i've already yeah, spent 45 it, minutes working on it yeah you hit you hit too much way long ago man don't worry about it now hey, yeah stop it stop it <laughs> that's just the sign of being a good dm is when you've spent mm -hmm. like two hours of something and you're just like wait a second we're only going to be here for five minutes. Fuck, we may not even get here. They might kill everybody before we even get to this point, so this map means nothing. Yeah. <laughs> That's just being a DM, man. Yeah. Well, and I, to me, like the things that make RPGs good, um, I like I've listened to some. I've clearly played some at this point. We're about to wrap up a Pathfinder. Uh, how many episodes are we in? 65 episodes? Yep, which are definitely all posted online. All on you YouTube. Can catch up. Yep. All 65 <laughs> episodes on our YouTube channel. Um... <laughs> I think, like, for me, the things that I love are a consistent, connected story, uh, characters that are familiar and memorable, and gameplay that is um, not necessarily immersive in the sense of, like, a video game, but immersive in the sense that, like, you, you, like, you can feel like you're that character playing in that scenario. Yeah. And so when I approach, a, like, 
a, an event or a scene or something I'm working on, like that's the things I'm thinking about. I'm like, all right, how do I make this feel? Like, how does in my mind, like, what makes this immersive? What makes this like continue the story? And what makes this uh, really feel like like I can envision people in this situation? Probably bad because again, like I said, I just spend a crap ton of time on it, but it's just so fun to work on that I don't I don't really care. Very enjoyable. Uh, so this is my plug. If you are like, hey, we play Roll Twenty all the time, just stop right now. <laughs> there is a module that can literally import the entire Roll Twenty system. Everything you've done, all of your, like the compendium stuff, everything, you can just import it all into Foundry and then you can play in Foundry. It is a, I mean, almost infinitely better engine to play. It's, it's a, a really, really good app. It's also it's, only 50 bucks for a, a single server and no clients need, need to pay anything. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's so good. It's so good. It's One so, time so good. One time 50 bucks for a server. Yep. Unlike everything else, which is a subscri- subscription. So. Mm-hmm. And, it's like infinitely modifiable. Uh, they have an excellent uh, Discord server yeah. that's like very active. People like answering questions. There's it's an it, enormous community for building systems right. and modules for it. It's plus, crazy. Plus, if you've been you know worried about the thing where like a lot of people want to play in a system that is like backed by Paizo so that they can have Pathfinder stuff in it, uh, they just partnered with Foundry. So really, so, oh, I sick. think last week. So they're Such starting to dump news. resources into it, which is awesome. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. I don't know. I'm kind of surprised nobody's done that sooner. I mean, they're Paizo's partnered with Roll Twenty and like two other are they VTTs? Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. It just I feel like it probably just took a while because Foundry is like significantly kinda, newer. Yeah, I mean that does mm-hmm. make sense. That does make yeah. sense. Yeah, because Abe like bought Rise of the Enlarged through Roll Twenty. Oh yeah, yeah. right. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And there is no option for that for Starfinder in Foundry up until like I mean probably like. You know, a couple of years from now, they'll have like a lot of the Starfinder APs in there. Sure. Right. But for now, they don't. They just have like a very small amount. You can play like the whatever they call their mini sessions where it's like only for one level character, one level of a character. Right. Sort of like a, um, I, I know what they're called, module? Yes. I don't think that's what they're calling them, though, in this. Okay. But, I mean, but that's the, same the idea. Sense. Yeah, it's the same idea. Uh, let's move on. Jake, what have you been playing? Uh, so I... I've, I went back and I finally finished Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, I didn't thing? get it when it came out. I bought it probably like a year and a half after it came out. Uh, and then I stopped. Which is a shame because the ending is actually really good. Like the last, pretty... last chunk of that game is definitely like the best part. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, what do you think of it? Because I, I feel like it's a pretty solid Star Wars game. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't really into it initially, which is kind of why I fell off of it. Uh, but towards the end, the end really did surprise me. I like, I ended up liking it a lot more than I thought I would. Um, the story actually ends up being pretty decent as well, which is another one where like, I thought a lot of the characters were kind of boring, especially Cal. I really did not like Cal. He's very yeah. one note for yeah. most of it. Like, I mean, he's until, a very like, generic protagonist. Yes. Right. It's like, oh, Cal, he's like, he's struggling. I'm like, is he? Is he? He seems okay. But like, again, like three quarters of the way through, some stuff kind of happens. I'm like, oh, okay. You know what? I do. I like this Cal guy. He's all right. So, you know, maybe put the good stuff a little earlier, Jedi Fallen Order. But it does get there. It is really good. I mean, I know everyone already knows this game's good. I'm probably the last one of this group to actually finish it, but it's really I good. I have yet to finish it. It's really good. Mm. You should finish it. Yeah, I mean, no, I've enjoyed what I, I played so far. I just get distracted and play other things. Yeah, it's... It is kind of in that weird spot where, like, it's good, but it's n- it's not, like, that good. Mm-hmm. So, like, if something exciting comes out, it's the first thing 
to drop. You know I, what I mean? I think right, it's. Right. I think my problem with that game is that as you get towards the end, you start. You know, you you're going to different planets and you're getting all of your friends to come along and help you with your adventure. And I just so badly want it to become Mass Effect. Like, I so badly want to just be like, okay, so, uh, Jedi chick, I want you to help me do this, and this person, I since I recruited you and did your loyalty mission, I want you to go over there. Like, I so badly want it to be like, let me take my squad out and do things together, rather sure. than just on my own. That is my only complaint of that game, because the rest of it, I was like, this is just fun. It is. It feels like being a Jedi. Well, it makes you feel like a Jedi. Yeah, you know, it's got that, that web slinging that makes you feel like a Jedi. Uh, the other thing I've been playing, and this is another old one, uh, Nier Automata. Uh, Nier Replicant just came out, and I was like, oh, I should get that. And then I went, I haven't finished Nier Automata. What am I talking about? Mm. So I started a new file, started playing it, and that game is kind of all over the place. Uh, I started it and I was like, oh, dude, I love this. And then I played a little bit more and I was like, man, this combat gets repetitive pretty quick, huh? Mm. And then I played a little bit more and I'm like, man, these like 2D bullet hell sections are actually pretty bad, huh? They're really not hard. Uh, and then the story really doesn't go anywhere interesting at first. So like I finished Route A. This game has multiple endings for anyone who doesn't know. I'm going to spoil that right away. I mean, the game uh, spoils it when you beat it, I feel like. That's true. It, it straight up tells you because the, the, you've, once you finish it once, you're maybe you're not even halfway, probably. You're not even halfway. No. Uh, so like the first route I finished, and I'm like, oh, okay, that was pretty good. Maybe the second route will be better. It is not. It is infinitely worse. <laughs> route wow. B is terrible. Oh my god, it's so bad. You just play Route A again with a worse character and hacking mini games, which <laughs> sucks. It's so not fun. It's very bad. Yeah, I, mean, I, I basically got to the point where I stopped doing the hacking mini games always and just yeah. killed them with my mm -hmm. spear. Which is a shame, because he's not very good at fighting, actually. <laughs> no, it's kind of a struggle. Really. He's very, he's slow, and he sucks. I hate Route B. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, Route C, they did the fucking Fallen Order thing, where they were like, hey, three quarters of the way through the game, let's put the good part. Like that, after like 15 hours of playing this game, it's like, by the way, this game's awesome. <laughs> like, I know we've been pretending that it kind of sucks, but it kind of slaps. So, like, it's, I don't know. I have such you're complicated your, feelings on it. Your third run through the game in just 15 hours? Yeah. So, it's not like you're not like playing how long through is the, the first... whole game. Uh, the first one I finished in maybe 10 hours, let's say. Oh, okay. The second run was only five because I realized early on that it sucked and I just went through <laughs> it as quickly as I could. Mm -hmm. And now I'm on Route C. I'm not finished with Route C, but it is, it's really, really good. The story takes a really interesting turn. They actually start, like, cranking the combat up, so that way it's actually, like, I've been having fun with the combat again, which hasn't happened in a lot of time with this game. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a confusing game to talk about. Um, I'm really excited but for you to get to the ending. Dude, I am, I am too. Like I said, I am really, really enjoying Path C. Uh, one other thing I wanted to talk about with Nier Automata, the music is so oh freaking gosh. good. It's so good. It's just, like, sometimes I'll just be walking around, and I'm like, oh my god, this is incredible. Like, it's, just, it's very, like, atmospheric, and it sets the mood, like, really, really well. Yeah, and it's always so grand. Yes. It just, it's so good. 
It's, do you it have is, a favorite area of music? Favorite area of music? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, usually it's game. tied to like a story thing. Like it seems like when it really hits me is when something like unbelievably sad happens. Uh, and then okay, you're like yeah. leaving in the area and like the score kicks in. And I'm just like, oh my God, it's getting me. This is good stuff. <laughs> the My favorites are the amusement park. Oh my gosh, I love that theme music so much. Mm-hmm. And the desert has really, really good music as well. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, also, that- one of the characters is voiced by V from Cyberpunk 2077, mm. which I thought was really cool. I like her a lot. I think she's great. Uh, speaking of Nier, Caleb, should we talk about other Nier? Yeah, yeah. So I've been playing some Nier Replicant version 1.22 something something something. No, 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 no. I need the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. I, we need, like, no one's going to know like what it, it is. Oh. Unless you read the whole thing out. Okay, near ver- replicant version one dot two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine dot dot dot. Is that oh, okay, actually perfect. the name of yes. the game? It's okay because <laughs> That's I the saw name of the that remake. I saw that pop up on Steam and I thought it was like a fucking glitch from Steam telling me what <laughs> version of the game Caleb was playing because I was like, what is this string of numbers? No, that's the na- the name of the remake. Oh, okay. It's a remake of um original Nier game, Nier Replicant, the one that was released in Japan, which is identical to Nier Gestalt, the one released in the US, except that Gestalt you play as the girl's dad instead of the girl's brother. That's that's really For the difference. That's important the only reasons probably difference. From what I've heard, that's literally the only difference. <laughs> Everything else is exactly the same. I mean, and the, and the name. The name's different. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, it does sure. have a different name. Yeah, yeah, name's different, I guess. Uh, but I've been having a lot of fun with Near Replicant so far. It really reminds me of all the things I really like about Automata. It's got mm-hmm. incredible music. It's got uh, passable combat. Passable combat. <laughs> I love like passable combat. combat. Uh, with a pretty good story. I'm only I only just finished Route A, and I'm starting mm-hmm. on Route Two or Route B. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> but the story is already pretty pretty decent for A. I will say. Side missions, they're horrible. They're awful. Mm. They're all quests that are just bad. Okay, not all of them are just bad, but almost all of them are really, really bad. There are a few that are kind of interesting and fun. I read the side quest stuff was like the main stuff that dates that game. It's, man, a lot of them are really, really bad. You'll talk to somebody and they'll be like, all right, you you gotta bring me 10 logs and 10 silver ore and 10 goat hides. And I'm like, I don't know where to get any of those except goat hides. But you gotta go find them. But I, I, I think I'm giving up on that. I, I've done so many of the side quests, but I think I'm tired of it and done with it. So probably just mainline the quest for now. So but just yeah, say better good. or worse than Automata so far? I, I can't. I, I've played all of Automata. I've only played Route A of Replicant, so I can't really say. Fine. <laughs> it seems really pretty say. long based on your playtime. Yeah, well, like I said, I've, I've been doing most of the side quests and stuff. Mm. If I mainlined it, I probably would have spent half as much time to have finished Route A. Mm, okay. Uh, seems yeah. reasonable. Yeah, it, it's it's fun so far. I'm I really really enjoy two of the characters, Kaine and Vice. When you play this game, you'll know who they are are incredible, and their interactions are so funny. It's so fun. Uh, but other than New Replicant, all I've been playing is this game called Relicta, which is uh, a little puzzle game, uh, first-person puzzle game, 
where you have these gloves that change the polarity of various things. So, so far I've gotten to, I can change the polarity of movable cubes, basically companion cubes, and uh, pads on the walls that you can like attach the cubes to. So you can, you know, pick between positive and negative and same forces repel and opposite forces attract. And so you're solving all these various puzzles by using magnets, basically. It's not bad so far. I've enjoyed the puzzles. Story is not amazing so far. Mm. One of the first area you go to that's not like where you start. You go to this other, I guess it's a cavern or something. But on your way, there's like a there's like a big um man facility. Like a big man. Um, it's just a, a big, big man. Facility. Man, I cannot think of the word facility for some reason. Uh, you're traveling through this big facility, and they're like, oh, man, the only way for you to get to the other side of the facility is to travel through the testing grounds for some reason. <laughs> and it's not like the facility is broken in any way. It's like, that's the only way to get to the opposite side. You got to wow. go through the testing grounds. Like, that's how it works, bro. on Earth? Come on now. So uh-huh. the story's not great so far. And you get into the testing chambers, and you meet GLaDOS. <laughs> yeah. Well, that'd be great if it just, I mean, yeah, they put you in there, and they were like... Of that. <laughs> Here's Portal. Just whatever. We can vote. <laughs> actual it into portal, portal. I'll be quite happy. Oh my gosh. How cool would it be if they just made a game and it was only like a couple levels long and then you got to that and they're just like, oh yeah, so anyway, go play Portal now. This is where we're just injecting this right into Portal. Uh, I didn't mention it, but I did actually play Portal 1. Oh. Oh. I played all of Portal 1. It took me 80 minutes. Wow. <laughs> Speed run. When you know how all the puzzles work. Well, yeah, it's when, you, when you know how the main ideas of the puzzles work. You that do, game is pretty, short. You do lose something like after playing subsequent games in, in that type of game where it's like a just specifically port like, you know, you're using the portals. You go back to the first one. I'm sure you just flew through it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because, mm. you know, you know the way they design the puzzles now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, do you know the way about solving them? Do you no. know the way? Stop. <laughs> once once you crunch. know the answer that Bob is 2017. you, you win. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about some other game-related stuff, too. Um, a couple of us played the new Apex Legends Arena... Arena? Arena mode, I arena guess. Mode? Yeah, I guess I don't know what to call it. It's like um, a PvP, like a 3v3 kind of thing, right? Yeah. It is. It's oh. like a multi-round 3v3, uh, like, point-by system, kind of like, I guess, kind of like CSGO, where you're buying weapons and... Like you have to win multiple rounds before CSGO you without the CSGO gameplay. How, yeah, that's uh, true. <laughs> how, how do you guys like it? What were you feeling about it? <laughs> we planned to play a bit more of it so we could have a lot to say about it. Mm. We, in reality, we ended up playing two rounds, one in which we stomped the enemy team, and then the one next in which, in which got we stomped? got absolutely oh. destroyed. Gosh, utterly we didn't destroyed. even get a single kill in the second game. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was it's brutal. brutal. It is brutal. <laughs> Uh, the mode seems neat. It's it feels a little slow, I'll say right now. But mm-hmm. it's probably just because I mean, again, we only played two rounds. Um, the second round we played actually seemed faster. And I, granted, part of that's due to the fact that their other team was just freaking snorting G fuel and then running across <laughs> the field. G fuel, uh, yeah, for gamers. Uh, uh, but I think also that map was smaller. The first map we played on was so big, and I was like. Why in the world were you playing three v three on this enormous map? Like what? Yeah, it just it just seemed wide open. It's a couple of neat things. So you get like a, a currency that you're buying like in a buy phase. So instead of like looting like a battle royale, you just buy what weapons you want. 
Um, Does that mean everybody's buying the same weapons? No, not necessarily. No? Mm-mm. Like, I bought a sniper. Chad had some close-range gun. Stuff like that. Way. And also, like, they're different prices, so it's like a weighing if you want to save your money and buy a cheaper gun now and then buy a right. better thing later, that sort of thing. Um, and then also, there there's still a circle that, like, moves around. What? To force Why? fights in different parts of the map. That's weird. Yeah. I think I think just so people can't camp it. It's very strange. And it's like a I mean it's a series of rounds. It's like a best of five or something like that. Like you you have to win. Three. Jack, weren't you saying that it's like different though? It's not necessarily like winning specifically three rounds. Or yeah, something weird. When I watched the video at least, it's like you have to win by three. Oh, by three like by three points somehow? Yeah. Hmm. So oh. like so, like, for instance, if they won a round and we won a round, they would have to win three rounds on top of that. That so seems crazy. You need to win three rounds in a row. If you're an evenly matched team, the match would it's never end. Go forever. Well, I think they're trying to make it go to nine rounds. Oh. I don't know. I'll have to re- do, do more. Don't take my word for this at all. I have to rewatch the video. Two rounds of this game. <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. experts on the matter. Well, two games. Yeah, two games. rounds within each game. It's still cool. I mean, I, I think maybe we'll have something better to say about it next cast. But we also ran into the same problem we always do. And we're like, oh, we should try this game with the podcast. We can talk about it. And then the servers are down. I don't, yeah. I don't know why that's a consistent problem for us, but it just happens. Uh, we should also talk about, we've been playing, a couple of us have been playing this uh, cool, I mean, multiplayer GeoQuiz app. What's the one that everybody plays? GeoGuessr? GeoGuessr, Geo thank you. Uh, I found one the other day because uh, my 11-year-old niece told me that we were going to have a uh, family game night and then forgot to cancel on everyone. So I spent like <laughs> two hours researching online games that all of us could play together since we're all of varying ages and ability to use mice and keyboard and... It was just like we needed some like middle ground things. Um, one of the things I found though is this cool little thing called Geotastic. Geotas- wow, that is hard to say. Geotastic. Wow. Uh, it is like a crowdfunded version of GeoGuessr, but it has a lobby system. And then you can just invite people up to 12 people. And it's free. Uh, and it plays basically the same way, except that you can like manipulate a lot of the rule sets. You know, like what countries you're specifically going to, what your movement capabilities are, how much time you have on the clock, what the point system is. Um, and when you're done with each round, like the games we were playing were rounds of five, three minute timer on each round. Um, uh, when you're done with each round, it shows you where each player moved around the map to try and figure out where in the world they were. That's cool. Yeah. Really fun. I don't know what you guys thought. I mean, it's pretty sick. Yeah. That's so it's hard. Seemed, it's very, very difficult. That like impresses me. The guy who like looks at trees and he's like, oh, that looks like a <laughs> tree that's native to Zimbabwe. It's an aspen. This uh, is dirt. Yeah. <laughs> that's the way it is. <laughs> the way it is. The amount of Alaska locations that we've got are, is too high. <laughs> I don't know anywhere in Alaska. Stop giving you, us Alaska. Were you only doing the U.S. because Alaska is like a third of it? Yeah, no. we were only doing the U.S. No, we did one round where we did everywhere because your mom was like, I would totally do oh, better yeah. if we weren't doing just the U.S. Somehow, <laughs> Chad's at like, the bottom of the leaderboard every time we're in the U.S. He won the whole world game, though. Yeah, because he picked one super precise. And when you're playing the whole world, after you get like 5,000 kilometers away, you just don't score any points. Yeah. Because it go, like the total number of points you can get is like, or I guess it's 6,000 kilometers away because the total number of points you can get is 6,000 points per round. 
So if you're right on it, you get a crap ton of points. If you're nowhere near it, like the other side of the planet, you're getting nothing. So if you win mm -hmm. one round in the world version, I mean, you're pretty much on top. And Chad was like within like three kilometers or something. Well, I had yeah. found a train station and there was like one of those banners that like you would see at like PAX that would like on a light post and then mm -hmm. say like PAX East or whatever, Boston, et cetera. And on the sign, it said, I think, happy birthday, Singapore. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, there you go. Nice. Yeah, basically the game boils down to you clicking around the roads as fast as possible looking for signage and then hoping to God that the signage lists what <laughs> place it is. Basically, yeah. Or trying, trying to maybe see a license plate. Yeah. They blur the license plates. They with like AI. Do. They yep. usually do. You could still get like colors or. You could get colors, but then I'm like, layout. oh yeah, yellow license plate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do with that information? That tells no me idea. so much. It's a yellow license plate. Literally, that was one of the that was one of the things we had, and I was like, oh, all these license plates are yellow. That's weird. Wish I knew what that meant. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do. I mean, again, it's really fun. I like I especially enjoy it because i just want to see how close i can possibly get to the original point um i'm pretty sure i hold at least at least our record for now which is uh, yep. like 2.9 something meters nice uh, meters yeah it's insane <laughs> it's pretty good <laughs> well it was his backyard that time it was the amount really, of times we've started somewhere and aaron's gone i think i've been on this road before <laughs> <laughs> get out of here dude yeah but it just how turned many into of those a joke. were realistic yeah yeah <laughs> Actually, I was on one road one time. Nice. Do you remember we're when we were once? driving from Utah? We headed south from Zion and we went through uh, Big Water, like where that big lake was with the thing in the middle with all the boats, Caleb. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's some giant lake down there. Anyway, right down that road, that's where we started. And I was like, nice. hey, this seems like I'm cheating. In that place in Arizona that was incredibly hot. Yeah, the one that was like 112 degrees and everybody's yeah, like yeah, running yeah. around shirts off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wild times. Nice. Uh, also, let's talk a little bit about uh, Dark Alliance. Yeah. So, uh, surprise, tomorrow, Dark uh, Boulder's Gate, Dark Alliance 1, you know, PS2, Xbox Classic right there, is coming out oh, yeah. for uh, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and uh, uh, Nintendo Switch. And nice. this thing came out of fucking nowhere as a remake, and I am about it. Hang on, hang on. I noticed you didn't say PC. Uh, PC is not happening until quote unquote later this year. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. That later this year, I like. I like it. It's something it is, I'm a fan. Uh, it will it will coincide with the mobile release. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which I was like, interesting play, but you know something? Uh I've been playing a lot on my Switch. I uh I, I feel like that's probably gonna be the go-to. Just uh, pop that guy open and uh, play play some couch co-op like I used to. Yeah, man. Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance is a good game. It's mm. so good. And mm. I've always been like, I've, I've even asked you all about more games like that because <laughs> I've enjoyed it so much. And so the fact that we're getting a, uh, a re-release. Mm -hmm. I've, I've already played that one. But <laughs> hey, maybe that'll be the next re-release. They'll just be like, yo, tomorrow uh, after the... <laughs> Dark Alliance 1 comes out the day after. Dark Alliance 2. <laughs> so I'm guessing this is not like a remake with new assets and stuff like that. It's just kind of like a port. Yeah, it's of a 4K kind. port. Okay. It's a, it's a 4K port. So things are updated a little bit, but uh, yeah, not new assets. It's uh, much the see. same old, same old. 
how that really old game looks in 4K. Yeah. Uh, I mean, from the <laughs> screenshots, not half bad. <laughs> not great, though, because like all of the models of all of the women still pretty much look exactly the goddamn same. But hey, you know what? <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're not there for that. You're there for just pressing the X button and spinning a little fiery demon thing in circles. So I'm, I'm about it. Oh, last but not least. Exciting. Last but not least in games, I just want to mention um, GTFO just launched their most recent rundown on the oh, yes. 29th of April, which is only the fifth rundown they've done since launching the game back in December 2019. They, as I was reading about the rundown, I went back, they, they posted late 2020 about some, or uh, early 2021 about some stats from 2020, <laughs> um, which I find rather interesting. And I just want to read a couple because I think they're kind of cool. 91.8% uh, of all expedition attempts fail. Which is already ninety eight point one percent, ninety eight point or ninety one point eight percent. Ninety one point eight percent. That's uh, dyslexia. That's, that's a lot higher or a lot lower than I expected for the number that fail. There we go. Wow, you you think that like it should have been? I was expecting like ninety nine percent. Oh wow, runs to wow. fail. Oh, that's just that like game? just just an expedition, which is just one space, like one yeah, yeah. thing. More importantly, if you dial, like if you go one level down, uh, they talk about the first three released rundowns, which is Infection, the Vessel, and Contact. And of those, people who have completed the expeditions and made all the way to the bottom, 0.1% um, of players completed Infection, 0.3% of players completed the Vessel, and less than 0.1% uh, of players completed Contact. Nice. Good lord. <laughs> so it's a tough game. It's a very, very difficult game. But it's so good, and it looks so good, and I don't know how they get it to run so well. Oh man, it does run really well. Yeah, this game, even with gig. all the fog and darkness, it's the crazy. fog, man. The fog, it's crazy. <laughs> Give me that fog. Yeah, <laughs> Give me that fog. They uh, uh, they've also added some new mechanics in they this have. latest update. They added some sort of there's some sort of carryover between missions now, some carried over progress where you get these brain injections. Oh, mm -hmm. yep. They Boosters straight into your brain. Nice. And they give you some bonus for the next run, like being better at ARs or hacking faster or something. And they added some other enemy. I haven't I haven't read enough to spoil this for myself, but it's it's some some ceiling dwelling enemy. So that's gonna be exciting. <laughs> they uh, they also added uh, backtrack um, mechanics. So like if you go down a pathway you clear it and you move back through the rooms that you've already cleared they are no longer clear uh -oh. in some I instances think, i don't know that i like that. <laughs> oh in some instances that's, yes that's not better. in all instances but in <laughs> in some instances they've they've made that so that like things have woken up in there sort of thing mm. yeah i'm very excited very excited yeah, we need to play more of that yeah 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 uh, let's move on to talk about a couple things in news world um blizzard has some recent news first oh, yeah. and foremost so uh, they recently announced in their um, uh, earnings call this past uh, this past week that out of the past three years, they have lost twenty nine percent of their player base. Excuse me, which seems like a lot. Mm. However, uh, just because mm -hmm. they lost twenty nine percent of their active users, uh, they were up. 10% of profits from last year. Wow. So, obviously speaking, they don't need those people because they're still <laughs> making a fuck ton of money. <laughs> uh, and I just found that 
incredibly interesting. Like I, crazy. I, I think it's insane. It's just like that is a, a lot of money, first and foremost, uh, that they're making and they're still making. And they're just like, yeah, well, we don't need all of these other players because uh, we can just inherit money and it's fine. Also, like, it, the last time they released any new, uh, like, game... It's been a while. Like, you know, yeah, they're still doing updates into to WoW and DLCs, but, like, they haven't released a new game itself since Overwatch. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and so it's a, it's been a minute since they've done any new IPs, which I think is a large problem of why they don't have as many people. Uh, is because, you know, they don't have anything new happening, so not a lot of people are over there. Like, sure, you know, the people that, like, Overwatch are still playing Overwatch, and Overwatch League is still as popular. You know, WoW still has people subbing in. You've got, you know, the new classic uh, um, expansion coming out, so people are going to be excited for that and come back for that. So I'm sure, like, that's a little bit of the cause there, is that, you know, people are... uh, People just don't have anything new there, and so they're you know playing the Valorants, they're playing whatever is happening and new and popular on Twitch. Um, so it was just really interesting. Of uh, hey, Blizz, what you doing? You, Blizz, other than just making money. I mean, um, why, why else do they exist, Owen? Just to make money. Their release uh, schedule is like really inconsistent. Just looking at their wiki. Yeah, I, I mean, like, uh, they released Warcraft three. 2002 and then world of warcraft in 2004 and then nothing until 2010 with starcraft 2 yeah and then I, they put I, out diablo 3 hearthstone here's the storm overwatch all pretty close together and then nothing for a while again i mean they'll, I, they'll figure it out someday yeah i i think mm-hmm. i think they're they're not hurting at all but aside, do they need to figure it out no <laughs> i mean they could just live on world of warcraft probably they, if they, they wanted to Literally, monthly subscriptions on World of Warcraft is more uh, um, like gross domestic, gross domestic, gross domestic product. Jesus Christ, I can talk uh, than most countries. So they're <laughs> fine. Uh, Doing just you know, fine. Just, just the the monthly subscriptions alone on that is more than shit from countries. So I'm just like, yeah, I don't think Blizzard is hurting, you no. know. And plus, they just pop out a fucking you know Call of Duty every year, so they're doing fine. Oh man, hey, they like oversee that, don't they? Blizzard Activision. I mean, yeah. those they they got the monies, and it just it amuses me to see you know all of these headlines uh, that people are talking about this and be like, well, they haven't made a good Call of Duty in years, and oh my god, like I I blah blah blah, and I'm just like, guys, the this company is making money hands over fist, like they're doing the exact thing that a company should be doing which is making a fuck ton of money like i don't i don't know where they're going wrong here i don't know why you see a problem because all i see is success <laughs> douchebaggery you know doing terrible things to their fan base to their pro players to their employees but like success nonetheless of this course is what capitalism looks like motherfuckers that's right baby <laughs> hey alex uh we should talk about how giant bombs is just not going to be giant bomb anymore shouldn't we yeah I know. Giant bomb. Giant bomb. I was. Whose panel will gonna, we go to anymore? Oh my gosh! I was gonna try to get out of my mouth before everybody started talking crap that I know giant bomb is not the most popular thing around these parts, but no. it. 
I mean, it's been a part of my life for like 13 years at this point. Uh, I usually I listen to their podcast every week, (laughs) which is like three hours long. Oh, Um, so so it's like it's like spending three hours with a group of people every week for over a decade. But are they good people? (laughs) Is it worth it? Yes. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, But yeah, they're basically like most of the core members of the site are leaving the site now. So is there a reason why for the mass exodus? Brad, Vinny and uh, Alex who are like core founding members. It's just going to be Jeff left. Um, They haven't really said why they're leaving. I suspect it has something to do with, they were just bought by a venture capitalist and something's going down with that. Probably like contract renegotiation or they're trying to like, you know, cut costs for the site or something. I don't know, but they all like announced that they gave their notice on the bombcast this past week and they're all done on Friday. And it's just like going to go make a new. They, I mean, they haven't said what they're doing. They might not do anything. They might just find new jobs in the industry. I don't know. But like Vinny did say that he was going to take at least a break for a little while, you know, take a breather, be with his family, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. So I don't know if anybody follows Giant Bomb. I just want to make that news available. It's pretty sad for me. It it feels kind of like the end. The end of uh, yeah, the end of an era. Like. Uh friend group breaking up or something as weird as that is parasocial relationships and all that but you know huh well strange we gotta find you a new we gotta find you a new thing to listen to yeah I mean. uh, there's this one called yeah there's this, there's this yeah. Aaron and the, the weather boys <laughs> <laughs> like really good yes what's the weather with Aaron and the boys Ooh. it's very important Aaron to watch that. and the boys Aaron in and the, the boys. hood in the hood Boys in the hood. Also, I would like to renegotiate the name of this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hunkin' Up Chamber? I think that's still up in the air. Mm, That's from Giant Bomb. (laughs) Hunkin' Up is originally a Giant Bomb joke. Is it really? We gotta change the name. It's over now. (laughs) Oh, God! Wait until Friday. (laughs) Hunkin' Up's the fake drug that they had in one of their, like... They had like Sketches. 80 straws in a shoe. Wow, I didn't know we were doing drugs while we yeah, were we've been that. named yeah. after drugs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you gotta do drugs when you're talking about the weather. Uh, the hunkadunk so chamber. What do you think was happening Somebody in the hunkadunk chamber? Me into doing drugs. <laughs> I was fooled. Oh, man. You also, fool. Alex, you and I had a conversation this past week about uh, Apple and Epic's whole yeah. court battle thing, and I thought it was it, it's quite funny. You should talk their, about it for a minute. Their, their sessions have begun... The battle over Apple being able to take 30% of Epic's product on when it's on their app store or whatever. Mm-hmm. Epic, no likey. Yeah. Um, but what was really funny about this whole situation is I think they were like doing the case over Zoom or something or something mm-hmm. along those lines. <laughs> oh. oh, yes. And the public got the link to the the court case. Oh, my God. Oh, and no. so there was just tons of like 13-year-old children joining the legal battle between these two corporations screaming free Fortnite at the judge (laughs) and just like, you know, all sorts of other terrible stuff. The court couldn't get everybody muted for like 20 minutes. There was just, (laughs) just chaos. They weren't like, okay, let's cancel this, make a new link. (laughs) Yeah. They were like, no, you gotta mute everyone in here. Okay. I know hilarious zoom meetings and webinars and like, I don't understand. Like, I have a process 
that I do if there's any like disruption. And I just don't understand how they didn't just put a waiting room or like check the box saying if this person gets kicked, they can't get back in. Or like, or they didn't have somebody in place that was going to be handling, hey, if this link gets out. Yes. Like any of these, like yeah, how do they that, take them there's 20 a way minutes? To give specific people specific IDs so they can only mm-hmm. get in if they have an ID. Yeah. The key is like what? one person managing the call. Like it's a big enough case that you would expect they would have like a guy whose entire job is to just manage the Zoom call. Yeah. Like at Janae's, at Janae's company, she works for a law firm, and they have a guy whose entire job, his whole job, is just running webinars all day long. And he's so busy, apparently, that his, like, apparently his wife has to just make sure that he eats because there are so <laughs> many webinars. And he's just constantly running uh... them and moderating them and an admin. I mean, like, how did they not have this for the, it's Apple versus Epic? It's not like it's like two small companies having a little, you know, a little battle, legal battle. These are big giants. You, you would think that would be prepared for this, literally right? this specific thing because yes. it's Fortnite and it's going to be kids trying to troll. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Yeah. The other, it's amazing. So that I thought that was very funny. The other very funny thing that came out of this court case so far is a bunch of internal emails have been <laughs> submitted as evidence. So they're all public now. And there's some cool information coming out of this. Like, uh, Epic obviously makes Unreal Engine, which is like one of, if not the top video game engines in the, you know, the industry. They license it to everybody. Apparently, they made like $200 million off of Unreal Engine in the period of Fortnite's height. They're, they're saying like 2018, 2019. Fortnite made $9 billion in the same amount of time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> crap like a cool crazy. nine billion they were literally like 2018 2019 was literally they were just the fortnite company yeah they made so much freaking money off of fortnite also apparently the epic store the the epic store has apparently just lost 300 million dollars since they've started it it's not made money yet they're just hoping no. that it's gonna you know well they have catch up eventually the user base is really what they're growing with that. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. that's what they're betting on. They they're putting money into it specifically, knowing they're not going to make a profit right now, hoping I mean, that the future right. brings yep. higher profits. Yep. So they can build a good enough product. To you pretty much don't need a profit on the Epic Store if you're making nine billion dollars. Nine billion years. dollars. Yeah. It's insane. So also, <laughs> I, you're I, if. You, I, I, I mean, at that point, the the Epic Store is just the charity that you run. Next. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that's essentially, they, get, they give out games. free games. It's yeah, essentially yeah, just do. a gamer charity. Um, yeah, the other the other interesting thing, they made nine billion dollars on Fortnite. Um, like almost fifty percent of that comes from PlayStation. That was by far really? the largest platform for the game. I can see that. And as well. if you remember at the time, Sony was really resistant to crossplay because they're the biggest. They're the biggest market and they're like why would we like get your people to join playstation we don't want you to have your friends on xbox or whatever make them buy a playstation you know because they could just command that um there's this specific email between executives at epic and playstation where epic's like no you're gonna give us crossplay we're like okay i'll just read the quote uh, and, and, and the quote from the email says <laughs> we love working with playstation and we want this to be a win-win the longer this drags out it will be less so i can't think of a scenario where epic doesn't get what we want 
that possibility <laughs> went out the door when Fortnite became the biggest game on PlayStation. Wow, I mean, the I cojones mean, on that dude. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, he's got Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they can so, pull it off of. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, yeah, it's, it's just huge. I mean, there's like no way. I like, I, I, I agree. You're like well, the cojones on that dude, but also, eight. They made nine billion dollars in two years. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the email details like look we'll make you guys look like kings we'll say it's your idea that you're bringing crossplay to your people but you're gonna give it to us essentially <laughs> and cool. now they're like very funny you're gonna give us way cheaper Fortnite. yeah oh that's the other thing that came out of the the thing apparently they tried to go behind everybody's back with apple and strike a secret deal where they didn't have to pay the 30 percent, but everybody else still did and then when that didn't work, they started advocating for you need to not do this to everybody. It's wrong. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. uh-huh. I, mean, I mean, the first part obviously, obviously they're going to try to get a special table. deal. But yeah, but I mean, the like, second part's oh, yeah, like, everybody. okay, guys. <laughs> if we can't get it, no one can or everyone's getting it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's move on and talk a little bit about, uh, we got quite a few film-related things here to talk about. Um, first and foremost... Mortal Kombat came out. Oh, man. Dude, dude. <laughs> good. Let me tell you, if you've seen the original, this is yeah. better. Okay. That's about, better. that's about it. <laughs> but the original wasn't good. Correct. Okay. The original was bad. So this, this is, is better. Better than bad. It's better. I mean, it has like the classic like Mortal Kombat things you would think of. Like everybody says their kill lines, like when they, <clears throat> like their finisher lines. Like, of course. It was forced. Hard. Oh, every time. <laughs> oh, really? Every time. Uh, I think just because of technology, like the fight scenes were better. They felt like they had more, like they, they felt more fun. They had more impact. Um, but in general, yeah, they some sick fatalities in there. I mean, they Fatality. do, especially with what's his face, where he, spoiler alert, throws his hat on the ground, and his hat gets stuck halfway in the ground, and then spins like it's, a saw blade, like a, and then he it's throws like a, a human being hat. through the saw blade. Mm, yeah, that's a good one. That's, yeah. that's like a fatality. That's yeah, like that's, that's just like straight from yeah. the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the best really one was you know the game Sub Zero like slices a dude and like blood splatters up, and then he like reaches out and freezes the blood into okay, a blood spear the and then stabs somebody with that his own blood. Is really cool. <laughs> Ugh, is Sub Zero the same one that rips people's spines out to him? No. Well, yeah, Sub Zero is the one who rips people's spines out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was describing the movie to somebody and because they're like, is it good? And I was like, well, do you like action? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. And I was like, do you like plot? And they're like, yeah. I was like, yeah, you don't get the plot, but you get the action. <laughs> the, action the action is there. It's, I mean, there's, there are definitely some cool fights, but. There are some redeemable moments, but then it's like, this story is awful. Yeah, I mean, but think about it. Like, how do you tell a story about Mortal Kombat and make it Maybe like, have exciting? Maybe have that's spoiler. But maybe yeah, yeah, have yeah. The, the Mortal Kombat? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so I, don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. You've heard of this movie. It's kind of an underground one. It's called a Karate Kid. And there's like <laughs> a big <laughs> tournament at the end. Yeah. 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 Mortal Kombat's about a fucking tournament? <laughs> <laughs> maybe just do a tournament. I don't know. Nah, they had to make sure that they did something before the tournament to make sure that they win the tournament. Mm, yeah. Mm, I see. Yeah. The entire plotline for the movie is like, there's this Mortal Kombat upcoming, and then everybody's like, oh, but we gotta like try to sabotage each other before that, and then that's oh. the whole plot. You never actually yeah. get to the end. 
Which is um, weird really? because Wait, are you they, for millennia, <laughs> for millennia, they're like, we've been held back by the gods from fighting, except for during these combats. And if what's their faces like the other world people win, they would take over Earth and destroy everything. And then like most of the way through the movie, they're just like, you know what? Forget that. Forget the gods. We're just we're going to go kill all these people. It'll be fine. I'm sure we're not going to get in trouble for this. Is the goal for there to be a second movie where the tournament actually happens? Uh, mm, it's set up to where there's potentially a second. Yeah, because mm. of course. I mean, you have to leave it open-ended. I, I found it very funny in my perusing of uh, Fast and Furious movie info is that they originally never planned it to be a franchise and all of the actors never wanted to do a sequel because sequels were lame. Mm. And mm. I just think that that's stupid now looking at them and everybody else that just makes sequels out of everything in giant mm. franchises and that, you know, most of those actors are in uh, the franchise and came back to it. So, yeah, you know, maybe this Mortal Kombat will just do the same exact thing of just being like, yeah, it's bad, but uh, money, please. And it'll just work out. I feel like the other thing about the movie, like uh, there is definitely an imbalance between powers of characters. I mean, that's you just know, Mortal Kombat. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like Mortal Kombat, like, you're like balanced when you're fighting someone. In the movie, it's like, okay, I don't know how anyone beats Cabal, period, because he can just basically teleport around and he has swords. I don't, yeah. I just. I mean, it's tough, right? When you're like, okay, this is Goro. He's a giant with four arms and he can rip <laughs> people in half. And yeah. here's Johnny Cage. He's an actor. <laughs> He's like, an just actor. a guy. <laughs> He's just uh, Here's this yeah, man. Dude. That can freeze everything in like a huge radius around him. And then here's this man. He's got a sharp hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the sharpest of hats. That's tough. Yeah, it is. It's it. Mm, mm, well, I think also. Is it better than Tekken? Wait, there's oh, a Tekken boy. movie? What? Yeah, there's a Tekken movie. Oh. Get out of here. I, I didn't I, honestly know there was a Tekken movie. Yeah, I was going to say, I have to say yes on the just sole fact that I did not know there was a well, Tekken movie. I will say. I will say, Tekken has a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, pretty <laughs> wow. A literal... <laughs> that seems impossible. It only has six people who've reviewed it from... Like, audience <laughs> scores is 31%, but 0% from critics. Wow. So I'm going to go with yes, it's better than Tekken. That's a very low number. I didn't know you could get that low. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys realize this, whoever's watched Mortal Kombat, but Cole Young isn't a character. Is he just made up? He's just made up. What? And oh, so yeah, there's, this, there's this skit that is like, all right, so we're, we're making a Mortal Kombat movie. Who should the main character be? It's like, I don't know. Everybody seems to like Johnny. Maybe we should go with Johnny. No. Uh, what about this? This ca-? And they like go through the list, and then somebody just goes, Cole Young. Yeah. And like, everybody looks at him and is like, what? who's that? I made him up. Go yeah. with it. Please tell me it's that meme with the kid who's sitting in like the office. Yeah, I yeah. think it is actually. All right, yeah, yeah. And they kick the other two out the window. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. That's ridiculous. I can't believe he's not a character. Also, his ability is just <laughs> stupid. It's like, let me just negate everything else in all of Mortal Kombat. All right, cool. I mean, if you want an action movie, go for it. <laughs> cool. With no plot. <laughs> Sounds or good. With a bad plot, but Gosh. really. I'm Gosh. in. Gosh. Also. Uh, other things in movies. Uh, we should talk about the the um, Enter the Spider Verse people made a new movie. They did. Uh, Mitchell's versus Machines. Yes. Did you watch it, Owen? I did. I watched it. Uh, it's out on Netflix, and uh, it's pretty solid. 
it, it there are a lot of great jokes in it. I enjoyed uh I enjoyed you know watching it. I thought that it was kind of clever and had good messaging. All in all, solid film and mm. you know it has that same kind of heartwarming ending that you get out of uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Um y- you know, it's not Pixar levels of good, but it's sure. not bad and you have a Netflix subscription, so you should probably just watch it. <laughs> Is there going to be like a 20 minute YouTube video about how one scene from that movie is the greatest scene in a movie of all time? Uh, no, because that's probably just reverse uh, reserved for into the spider verse. Okay. Just, just wanted to make sure, uh, but, okay. but you know, like it, it was, it was pretty solid, uh, of, you know, the premise I think is really good. Basically, uh, Mark Zuckerberg releases a new AI, uh, that is inside of robots and not just your phone. Uh, <laughs> I, and then the robots are just like, hey, what if we ran shit? Uh, and so then they just start taking over the world and kidnapping all of the humans. Uh, it's it's quite an entertaining and mm. uh, a, a fun little look of uh, what you think uh, would happen um, in that kind of scenario. Now, did you have a like similar opinion of like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier's quality in terms uh, of production? Mm. Well, see, I think the Falcon and the Winter Soldier was done just a little bit better. Oh, really? Uh, because you know that mo- that 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 franchise was pretty pretty good. Uh, I'm glad mm. that we got an ending to that. And uh, so you were satisfied with that series? I was extremely satisfied with that series. Huh? Are, were you not? <laughs> Sounds like not. No. Sounds like he loved it. <laughs> not really. I'm not gonna lie. I I no. Just not really. It's fine. Aaron, it was like episodes from the like we would watch like half of it, and I was like, I'm not really feeling it. Wait. And Aaron was like, Oh, whatever. It was good. It's a good show. Why did whatever. you not like? And then we got to the end, and finally, and he was like, Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I I, That's I, what I felt. I like I I kind of have two primary issues with it. Number one, I have literally no, I don't care at all about the antagonist. Like I don't. There's nothing that makes me feel for her. There's nothing that makes me like feel like we should be tugging one way or another the missed mark spoiler alert the missed mark is the captain america arc we should have really really pulled into like the boys and really made him uh an anti like not even an anti-hero almost a villain we should have just dove that direction because that was actually really good end of episode four excellent Episode five and six was just like a downhill slide into oblivion. Well, see, I think that it's just that the the, the cat, the, you know, the 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 going against um, Johnny Walker or whatever the fuck his name is. Johnny Walker. <laughs> Might as well be. <laughs> uh, Blue label. Blue label. Yeah, just a fucking stereotypical white boy go here. Uh, you know, it wasn't about him. It was about Sam. It was about you know uh, Bucky I know. and. I I think that they did a solid job of introducing him and like yeah I wanted to see him get his ass kicked I wanted oh, no, to see I didn't. so much more against him but I feel like that's what they're setting up with him now being the U.S. agent and everything is just like yeah you're gonna see you know the heroes well, I mean, go after this guy just not yet sure it's like an anti-hero squad but I mean cool that but that like takes away from what the Falcon and the Winter Soldier was like I get what you're saying like. They're supposed to be the centerpiece, but they didn't really have, I didn't feel like they had like a ton they were battling against. And then in the last episode, I was a little upset with the fact that they just like really, really, really dove into almost like political issues. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, I, that was the entire series. That was yeah. Well, yeah. Know, but, the series but, from the go, and that's why I liked it is that they did touch up well, on it. But it was it was soft at first, and then episode six, it was like, all right, we're just going there full force. Episode six is just like, all right, I'm gonna stand here and have a speech now. Yeah. Everybody listen to my speech. Yeah. Exactly. And I love that speech. Oh, I mean, it was fine, but the problem was its delivery is weird. Like that's the problem I had with um, uh, Endgame. When they had the scene, when they have like the major battle, and they had the scene when they like gather all of the the female Avengers together and have them go fight. It's like, why? What's the point? Like they're most of them are more powerful than all of the men in the Avengers. Like I don't know why we have to like shove them together in a group and be like, oh yeah, women empowerment. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like it feels like you're doing the opposite when you're highlighting that as much as you are. And maybe that's just me personally, but yeah, I mean it's a, it's just a little forced. Um, but. Uh... I think you said that you didn't like the antagonist. I think she was just kind of put in place to have a conflict. Yeah. Like a placeholder. Like, yeah. And that's the point of this is, and this is the way I'm looking at this, right? If they had the Steve Rogers scene handing the uh, shield over to Sam, and then the next movie I got was Sam is, the, is Captain America, I would probably bucket the idea and be like, you well, know- whatever. But okay. because I saw the struggle he went through with accepting the shield, I saw uh, even a villain talking about how, you know, Steve Rogers is, is the pure and like anybody else who has the serum, you know, it was a whole it was a whole talk and narrative of the serum. It was the, you know, Bucky dealing with his issues instead of just going into another movie and just being like, all right, I'm all good. Like, yeah, it it it, it personified and like gave them more uh, depth than just, hey, they're superheroes. It's like showing what the real world is like tackling right now. And like uh, also the fact that five years has gone by and if you were blipped and you come back and you try to walk into your house, somebody could be there. Like that that is something that they the economy moved on and your house got sold. And so it's like dealing with all of these issues instead of just having Godzilla tear down a city and then the next, you know, uh, the next Mm. movie, the city's back up. And nobody yeah. knows like what happened. So it, it's it's more. I like the, it like addresses that stuff. I just don't feel like it did it very good. Like it's it, Sam, it doesn't like point it out at the beginning. It doesn't even talk about how it happens. Really, it just becomes the the point GRC of the issue. The GRC is a problem. The GRC has like, done this, and despite Sam taking six episodes to accept becoming Captain America, and then still donning felt that stupid suit. It's it still felt like. It just happened out of nowhere, despite it taking six episodes. Really? Like, yeah, because he's like very against it for like the entire time, and then all of a sudden at the very end, he's like, "Eh, whatever, I'll just take it." I guess. I don't know. Once it, once Kinda he true. got that shield, I feel like he was just like, "I gotta do this," and I, you know, I gotta start, you know, repping. And yeah, people don't want me to have this, but someone's I've, gotta. I, I feel like there's more person. depth to it because Bucky and him had conversations, and one of the yeah. conversations was basically him saying. We didn't know what was happening when we were giving a black man the shield. Yep. And like, that's the stars and stripes. And this is the political climate that we have right now. And, you know, Steve Rogers comes from back when racism was heavy and Bucky also. And so like, but they didn't, they were, Steve Rogers is such a pure person that he, he just never saw people as any different than him. Like, I mean, in the beginning, he didn't even like want the serum to have power he just wanted to make a difference and like he was chosen because of his character and not because he had any 
you know, soldier background or like power or anything like that. And so like, there's that mixed with, I don't know. There's just different I, things that were were spoken of between I, Bucky and him. I get your 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 point about the whole like this is just like a transition. I think you're right. I think if we finished the last Captain America movie and then we had the next one and it was just the Falcon, Sam well, being Captain America, it would be like I don't know. That's just I, weird. I Can't think, just pick up the mantle. I think I think to your point and also a bit to um. Chad's there is the fact that this is fluff. This is the Mm. fluff that gives us context. But I mean, like Chad said, you see at the end of Endgame the shield going to Sam. So any normal person that doesn't have Disney Plus, isn't paying attention, whatever, can logically assume that in the next movie that Sam's in, he's going to use the shield. And sure enough, that that cycle is not broken here. Like he's going to do that. You're going to see him in his new suit with the shield being captain America because he was given the shield. We just get to see how that Mm. got made. We get to see him become captain America in this, and it feels good rather than it just being like, you just, you know, the next episode, you know, the next movie or whatever he's in, you just turn it on and just go, Oh, he's cap now. Okay. I, okay. I can, I can agree with that. I, I'll, I'll take it back. I think that part is that part is great. I think the character development is, uh, issue or the character development part of them is good. So I think then maybe drawing that back, then my only real issue is just maybe this should have been a movie and not a six episode series because there's a a lot of fluff. Uh, it's a so lot. dragged out. There's so much time where nothing happens in that show. Yeah, just nothing at all. Um, B they like when I say they dive into things, I'm just like they like get on a point and they'll be on it for 20 minutes. Uh, which is, it would be fine, I guess, but the problem is, like, it doesn't really have as much weight. I actually really like the Isaiah Bradley part of the arc. Where oh, God, yeah. I think it's really good, but I feel like they just dial in on it, and they like, they're like, hey, listen, listen to what we're saying. We're saying it again. We're saying it again. That part, I just, I don't have as much buy-in to. And then the whole power broker thing also... The power broker thing, I think, is is bad. To, to yeah, be I honest, like I, I like the idea of the power broker. I do not think they did it well. I think no, that it it's well. very weird when you find out who it is. None and of the like... villains are good in the show. So, yeah, okay, that's valid point. Derek told me originally their plan was to have this series reveal Norman Osborn as the next villain for Spider-Man and that oh. he was the person who was funding the power broker to buy things so that he could find a cure for his son. If that was the case, maybe I'd have better buy-in. Yeah, that but dude's just, name is actually John Walker. John yeah, is it really? <laughs> yeah, Gene in the show. Was it John making Walker. shit up, man? Gosh, you said no, Johnny John Walker. Walker. It's right. Uh, it's not Johnny, but I mean, it's John. I think the issue we're running into is one: this movie was supposed to take place after Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that a problem. Does blow the the wind out of at least one of these supposed like a real big like villain reveals and you're like right. wait a second this is and so like when that cameo pops up and you're you're supposed to be sitting there like <gasps> you're sitting there like huh? who the fuck is this person <laughs> well, for what it's worth that's happened on multiple things i mean covid kind of wrecked marvel's release schedule yeah. there was yeah. supposed to be doctor strange or yeah doctor strange was supposed to be in wandavision uh 
the supposed to be Norman Osborn in this. Black Widow was supposed to movie was supposed to be out already. And correct, you were supposed to have that reveal already. So there's like a lot of things that are now out of order, and so they had to like revamp some of the things they're doing, which I think gives it less weight. Marvel does a really great job of tying their things in together, but when they're not in the, the like right release order, it does feel a bit awkward. I, I will I will say that the one thing you know to 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 go on with something else that I think was pretty good with this franchise is I like some of the villains. I, I honestly liked seeing Zemo come back. I thought mm-hmm. Zemo was a much more rounded villain in this than uh, he was in Civil War, and it makes a lot of sense why he's there. It doesn't feel like he's shoehorned in because they needed somebody to be there or whatever. Like, yep. he feels like a natural fit for this story. He seems like an interesting villain. I'm very intrigued to see what happens to him next. Like, yeah, he's mm-hmm. back on the raft and in chains or whatever, but, like... Who knows? Like, if, if he gets busted out again, like, it could be very interesting. And I would love to see him be another villain. Like, I think the uh, the actor played it very well, and I think it was a very good role. Um, right. I think I, Zemo's really on-screen presence. Yeah, I think Zemo's on-screen presence and also his, like, second-to-second stuff in the show was good. But and the, the overarching, like, plot line for him is, like, nothing happened. He's basically a throwaway character. I mean, I, I, he just, I just goes back to prison at the end. Yeah, <laughs> but I, again, plot. But when you I think that's going to be a lot of this stuff is just you know, right. there's nothing big is going to happen inside of these franchises because it's not the movies. So you're just going to end up seeing a lot of stuff like that of just going you know from point A to point B. Nothing really. Pretty changed. big stuff but happened in one vision. I think like I, I, did I, it yeah. though. The only thing that we see that like the the big change is really just Wanda understands her powers a little bit more. That's the change. That's the difference between I mean, all the, the start and the vision end. stuff. Yeah, I mean, new, new new vision. vision. New that's vision. Pretty, pretty big. You've got an you got an actual <laughs> new villain with what's her face? I mean, you have with an actual Agatha, new villain. Agatha. basically Done. also in her own version of a jail cell until they need her to not be in a jail cell anymore. I mean, sure, but that's the exact same as Zemo. Yeah, it's in that's a jail my cell point. until you need to not that's that's exactly what i'm saying is that they're gonna continue doing that because they're not gonna mess up uh anything big i still think the problem here is exactly what we're talking about it's just too much content like added like it's a lot of fluff if this would have been a two-hour movie where we had bradley involved like we had that whole arc and then we also introduced like this shadowy faction who is super soldiers and somehow got a serum and then we introduced that, I don't remember the name of that place. Uh, Madripoor. Madripoor. It condensed some of that story down. I think it would have been cool, but we just added a bunch of crap. And it just... Well, I think that goes to my, my second point, where this is definitely... Your average movie watcher is not going to take the time to watch uh, WandaVision or The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's, mm-hmm. it's mostly going to be avid Marvel fans. Sure, and sure. And so... When you see that and you see the people who read the comic books, there are things that were broken down that I watched videos on that I didn't even see when I was watching mm. the, the shows that like once I saw that, I was like, oh, that's actually really cool. Hey, I'm uh, Eric Voss from New Rockstars and we're going to talk thing, about <laughs> One of the things is uh, if we had to compare WandaVision and Winter Soldier, I think it took a very long time for WandaVision to actually pick up. There was a mystery behind it that kept people kind of engaged mm-hmm. and there was more of a you're watching, you know, some random action uh, with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but hand in hand, I think they set up their villains. I think there was a lot of fluff. I think, you know, at the at the core of it, 
the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is getting tossed away because it's that average action flick with you know the fluff between. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because I, can, I agree with that. Because WandaVision's mystery element keeps you engaged, whereas like I didn't care about anything that was happening in Winter Soldier. Like, I cared about Sam and Bucky's relationship. Yeah, I cared they, about Bucky. Bucky's, yeah, Bucky's, Bucky. I think Bucky's arc is good. That's the only yeah. thing good in the show, I think. He's been through a they lot. They focus so much best. on Carly Morgenthau and trying to make her a sympathetic character while at the same time having scenes where she just like brutally murder, murders a person for no yeah, reason. That like, I'm no. like, how I don't can care. You, how can you make me try to feel for this character at this point after you just show me this? I will say I would love to have seen the original cut of this and see how Carly's character is different. Like, because I actually I like thought, to see original cuts of everything. To see I thought how John Walker's yeah. arc was actually really good until the last two episodes mm-hmm. because I wanted him, like Aaron was saying, to become a villain almost and have like, you know, this spiral into mm-hmm. becoming I, the dark side of superheroes. I think we'll superheroes. get that later. See, and, he could but it in this, instead mm. they they have the world's shortest like reconciliation for his character where he <laughs> decides to grab the back of a car that's about to fall and it's like oh he's a good guy again yeah and then he and bucky I, are like walking down the street joking to one another at the very i, disag- like the very I disagree end. i think what ended up happening there is he had the spiral down he got a slap on the wrist and he he's showing that he's still spiraling. I, you know, you, you saw him with the hammer and you know making the shield and whatnot. And he's like, I am captain. But like, there's still a shred of humanity behind the serum that mm. is like trying to peek out, and that's where he grabbed the the truck. But ultimately, he put on the outfit at the very end. And I mean, to basically just put it bluntly, he's Captain Hydra. Like he's going to yeah. be the the actual villain against Captain America. Like it's going to be the you know Avengers versus the you know whatever the fake Avengers are. And, and and I think that you know that that yeah you know it's weird for him to have done like the one good deed, but I feel like that one good deed and you know making him seem more human is what's going to make him overall a better villain and for you to maybe have a little bit more empathy for him and a little bit more than just like all of these other one note villains that Marvel does. That's just like, who are you? I'm sorry. I forgot because you were the faceless, nameless person. That was the bad guy of this movie. And then you were dead and done by the end of it. Whereas this is obviously going to be a villain. That's going to Mm. show up in other properties and other stuff. And so you're going to want to give him some more tug and some more pull uh and, and i think that's where this you know doing any of these franchises is is going to be good is that it allows marvel to do something with their villains other than just show up and get their ass kicked and then right, you sure. never remember them uh let's talk about the last two things we hear we have in uh <laughs> film related thing now so we spent like 25 yeah, minutes on sorry, tomorrow that, that was, that was I mean, a quick podcast it's it's like you know when we dial in on something and like you know it's fun to just talk about it i don't mind taking a moment to talk um how's invincible going alex uh it's done air i just wanted to bring it up again because it's done airing for the season now it's eight episodes for the season and it's also like super super good wait a second did you watch a series without it being completely done for the season before you started what is that about yeah no are you okay super weird 
Yeah, but he like paused halfway through was, while I like yeah. kept up with it. True, oh, okay. that is actually what happened. I didn't intentionally <laughs> do that, but something about watching week to week. Yeah, I I started watching it when like three episodes were out, and I watched those three, and then kind of didn't watch it for a while, and then watched the rest of it. Mm. But it's it's really awesome. Um, you could kind of compare it to maybe like uh Castlevania in terms, or a, like the Dota show in terms of being like an adult animated series oh really okay yeah yeah right. listen I... listen listen i nothing and there's no spoilers but nothing no show that i've ever watched has ever got in my blood like cold as ice <laughs> as much as the last episode dude and, like the the thrill effect the just like the sinking feel it was just so you like uh, <laughs> you know, it's serious business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. animated, right? Have, have animated. any of you started oh, watching this? Yeah, I've watched no. it through. What did you think, Hill? Uh, so I guess what was gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, oh, I think that's we pretty... got a smart guy over here. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like episode two, I felt like I know knew what was going on with the primary plot line. I didn't know what was going on with one of the secondary plot lines, which is what kept me involved in the show. But yeah, so that final episode didn't do a ton for me, honestly. Wow, dude. <laughs> the emotional impact of the final episode is like so higher than most things I've seen for a long time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a yeah. statement. Yeah. Man, and you watch a lot of uh, Disney decoms. There's, there's and... a specific line that I just came out of nowhere that I was like, holy crap. That's... yeah. Yeah. Profound. Yeah. Huh. I don't okay. even know what you're talking about. You can't say it now. It'd be spoilery. Yeah, okay. I know. You can't spoilers. say it now. Okay. Oh, I guess we'll have some left think, you to watch. I think it also sets up the next seasons. Because I think Alex has already said season two and three are confirmed. Yeah, two and three are confirmed. It sets two up and else. three are confirmed. Jeez. Yeah. It sets up the next seasons really, really well. I so, saw yeah, Critical I mean, put out a, a moist meter on it and he gave it a 95. Wow. So, the man himself. Where uh, where can you watch this bad boy? It's an Amazon, Amazon Prime show. Amazon Prime would not have guessed that one. But I yeah, you can also watch it somewhere else, wink wink. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh I'm not gonna lie. I, I had some of those feels when I watched the very last episode of The Legend of Voltron. <laughs> just gonna say. Just gonna say I know no one else here yeah. has watched it. I'm on my second <laughs> watch through. It's so I good. Mean, I've watched I've watched some of it, but Oh, Either dude. it takes a lot to get going, or it's not as good as you say. Oh, it's good. It, if, if you guys, it seems like it takes a while to get going. I'm, I'm a good. I'm, I'm ten episodes or so in, and I'm like, okay. Oh, man. You finally good. getting there? Oh, no, not, I mean, not even really. That's just oh, like, okay. all right. If you I guess it's a show. She-Ra oh, no. yet? You gotta watch them She-Ra. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that is some great anime right there. That's also, that's also a Netflix thing, right? Yep. How is uh, how's the Bad Batch? I've heard mixed reviews. Is oh, it out? It just uh, started episode airing. one. Yes. Oh, okay. Yesterday or the day before? I'm not positive. On the fourth. Whatever. Very recent. The fourth. Okay. Uh, it immediately follows. May the fourth be with you. Get it? <laughs> yeah. Man. Good point, Alex. Uh, so I think it immediately follows Clone Wars, the Clone Wars mm-hmm. series, which yep. I haven't seen. So it's they're like introduced. Uh, <laughs> they're introduced in the eighth season of Clone Wars. 
Oh, was that the final season? Man, that's yeah, a lot I of seasons. Think so? Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> back to the last okay. season. But it takes it takes place like during the Order sixty six stuff. Mm. Oh, okay. It like starts then. So uh, they, they work at like a restaurant. It's like their 66 <laughs> customer. Exactly. It sounds yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Some, somebody finally orders the 66. Ah, I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're a numbers yeah. restaurant. They have a lot of entrees on their list. <laughs> sure That's incredible. Do. They're one of those restaurants that does like all the different foods, yeah. not just they don't like stick to one, you know? Right. And you can't yeah, order yeah. it by name because they're confused. They'll be like, what number is yeah, that? Yeah, they don't on know what you're talking about. They're just like, give us the number, dude. Oh, 66? One of those. 66 in here. Or it's like. <laughs> It's a secret menu item. It's when you combine the number 23 and the number 43. Oh, Uh, But it's uh, it's pretty good so far. It doesn't it expects you to know a decent amount about Star Wars universe, which means that it doesn't spend a lot of time on exposition, which is nice. And it already built up sort of what feels like the main antagonist pretty well. So I I enjoyed the first episode quite a bit. Mm. Okay. Glad you did your research in advance to make sure that you knew everything going in. I mean, watched all I've the just, Clone Wars. I've just watched Star Wars <laughs> enough to know what's going on during that time period. <laughs> I don't want to watch eight seasons of Clone Wars. That's, no, that's a commitment. They're pretty solid. I mean, I've heard it's good. I do need to watch it at some point. It's on my list, but that, that is a commitment. I say that knowing that Voltron Ledger <laughs> Defender has eight seasons. Uh, <laughs> Last but not least, we should talk real quick about some some special special stuff that happened. Uh, was that was that a weekend ago? Two weekends ago? Two weekends ago. Was, two weekends ago. Two weekends ago. Uh, so two weekends ago uh, was Extra Life United, uh, which was funded by DreamHack, basically the wonderful company of DreamHack, uh, donated a fuck ton of money over to Extra Life and said, "Hey, here's a bunch of uh, winnings. Uh, run a bunch of tournaments, and you know whoever." wins the tournaments, gets any of this money, uh, and uh, donated to the hospital of their choice. And so there was a bunch of tournaments going on, and people were fundraising for Extra Life, uh, which we do and will be doing later this year. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I decided to participate and represent, uh, you know, team uh, We Are the Horizon uh, in a Among Us tournament. And I thought, hey, you know, I'm probably going to suck at this and lose, but it'll be a fun two hours. Uh, I ended up getting sixth place out of 214 people. It's insane, dude. It's insane. Uh, so uh, I, I, I won a $3,000 to our team. Which is oh, nuts. Yeah. yeah. So, so that will be donated directly over to... Um, uh, over to Children's National here in DC, uh, but it will pop up for our team number that awesome. we should have three thousand dollars there uh, in the next week or two when the money actually gets a uh, nice. uh, put in. Uh, so that's extremely cool. Uh, uh, they they did have in like every single post about the the money. They they made sure to specify uh, none of this has anything to do with the. Um, uh normal platinum awards that you could win from raising money for right right uh, so oh, yeah sure, i don't right. just like magically get a medal or anything from from doing this or a t-shirt <laughs> but i i i did it uh so that was just it was weird it was just uh the way that the the game was set up is they had 
they had 10 of us play and uh they, they had about a, they were, it was supposed to be a hundred people each session. Uh, it was definitely not that. Uh, but the idea was that you'd have a hundred people uh, sign up for all of these slots in each session, and then you do ten people in you know because it's uh, the max number of people among us, and you play and you get points, and you get as many points as you can in two hours, and then. Other people that signed up for later sessions will do theirs, and then, you know, you'll look at the leaderboards, and if your name is still up there, uh, you know, that's good, because you're trying to get into the top 16 to win the cash prize. I was the first group to go, and I was number one out of my group. I was number one out of the, the first two hours of the tournament. Uh, so I spent the rest of the weekend just spamming refresh in Discord, <laughs> watching to make sure I still had the lead. And uh, I did get knocked down a couple of pegs uh, through uh, the in the... The session after me didn't have as many people, so I stayed first. The third session, I got knocked down to fourth. The fourth session, I was still in fourth. And then the fifth session, two other people uh, climbed up there. Um, but it was awesome. It was just a really good time. And I was like, holy crap, this was fun. This was yeah. easy. And I just you know, raised a bunch of money for Children's National. So it's when awesome. they do this next year... You all should participate. <laughs> like, Honestly, knowing how few people like, well, and I guess not how few, but like, I expected way more than two hundred and forty people to play Among Us for this. Well, yeah. they, like I said, they had five sessions, and it was supposed to be a hundred people in each session. The problem mm. is, is that not all five hundred people showed up. Only two hundred and fourteen did. Right. right. So I think that was one of those things of just you know, really half the thing is showing up, and right. then the other half of it, I feel like, is just having a mindset that you want to like do well and you actually want to place and you know you want to add, like try a little bit i hate competing knowing that you and i could have gone and played rocket league and probably yeah, sure. placed yeah. yeah probably uh you know like it was one of those things that like a lot of people were just like oh i'm just here to have some fun and to you know stream something to try to raise some money and like cool i'm glad that you're here thank you um but you know i like uh me and obviously a couple other people that i was in a group with we were very much just like when's our start time when's our end time how many games can we get through you know like <laughs> let's get the lobby going as fast as we possibly can oh, uh, in between true. games because like that eats up time and the more games we get the more points we get and we can place higher like in out of kind of sounds like a kill race tournament it, mm. it, it very much was a <laughs> race which was not great in my opinion of how they organized it but it was fine. I mean, it was to your oh, advantage. Organized not great. System. Yeah, like there, there was a a they they specified very specifically that as long as you started the match before your end time, you could finish it, and it didn't matter when it ended. Wow. And so we had sixty seconds to like finish and two of the people left two of the people in my group left because they were like oh we're done the tournament's over we only have a minute left we can't do a game in a minute and i was like nah fam we're going like Back in here. <laughs> the the, <laughs> the uh you know the rules state that you can go uh and we did and we did that last round and that last round was the thing that put me into the top 16 hey, if yeah. i didn't do that last round and that last minute and like just started off the second that we could uh i wouldn't have placed at all i wouldn't have wow. been in the top 16 at all so like the fact that i was like no like that was in the rules and so that's how you got there. And that was one of those things that I'm just like, you know, if you just have a little bit of, I want to win this and I want to bring home some money, you probably could. 
That's cool. I mean, congratulations, dude. That's wild. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, I would have joined if I didn't actively dislike every game that they had. <laughs> <laughs> that's the selection fair. was weird. <laughs> well, yeah. so one of the things that they asked in like the post survey was just like what other games would you like us to have tournaments for when we do this next year and i was Brahala. stumped with an idea God, of what what game to actually put overwatch. into that category yes yeah you can't do it overwatch because you can't do anything with guns oh uh, okay that makes sense uh, all right you can't do anything well, that with guns cut out, like 90 percent of video games i guess yes <laughs> yes it does uh-huh. and, but that makes Rocket way more sense League is okay Rocket? It's violent. It's rocket <laughs> on yeah, what about, it's rocket engines, Jake. I'm driving not, through mm. other cars. What about and a bunch of the very violent launchers? like kills in Among Us? Like you that get that true. little animation. That's what I thought was weird, because they were just like, Yeah, you know, violence is kinda bad. And I was like, Isn't, but Among Us there is a, like there's actually wait, an animation Jake's where right. he pulls out a there's gun, a gun, right? Yeah. yeah, and he shoots someone yep. with the gun that he has. That's for some reason okay. It That's was okay. weird in my mind, but like, <laughs> all right, whatever. That was, think, that was a lot of uh, the reason why the games that they chose were the ones that they chose, because when you look sure. at it, you're like, oh, none of these have guns in them. None of them are violent. You know, like, there's a card game, there's a racing game, there's Fall Guys, you know, so it's like a little game show thing. And all there's right, Among Us. Fall so. Rocket League a racing game. Yeah, come on now. Come on. That's just not accurate. That's Come on. <laughs> I think next year they just need to get GTFO in there. That seems like a pretty yeah. Like, yeah, middle-of-the-road yeah. game. That seems if, like a good If you game. make it to the end, you win all the money. <laughs> <laughs> no one will do that. I guarantee it. Uh, gosh you have two hours i'm glad we got to find out i'm glad we got to find out about that and also the format because i went over to twitch.tv slash we are the horizon slash videos and was looking through to see like what was going on with the tournament and i couldn't figure it out for the longest time and by Mm. longest time i mean up until this point (laughs) (laughs) that's that's a long time well uh, at this point, we're gonna have to figure out how much money we're gonna raise this year because now our numbers skewed, and I'm not sure what we're gonna do. I'm not. I'm not putting any money, and no one's gonna cover it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna carry us to the just, finish what line. What did I put for our this, this goal? Time. Didn't I put I mean, 3k? Well, Probably. no. I mean, our goal. I think we decided last year that our goal was gonna be to exceed our previous year, which yeah. was a little hey, over four thousand. We're, we're doing that. You're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, just year after like, is what I'm scared of. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that's why we all got to enter the tournaments next year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, We're, that's all gonna have to play. We're all just going to have to raise money somehow to get enough money to exceed our previous years. Please, actually, oh my gosh, game you could. Want to play. <laughs> you could. You could. You just be like that one. The uh, what's the what's who's the girl who made the chess one? The chess only fans, Alex. Oh yeah, this is a chess streamer I watch. Yeah, there she, was a, there was a chess tournament. I was surprised Alex wasn't in on that. He could have just. I tried. It's this chess chess streamer. She made an OnlyFans, and it was in the top like ten percent of OnlyFans for that month. And it was all of her hottest mating positions, and it's just all <laughs> the videos of it's her so either good. getting checkmated or checkmating somebody. Oh, Absolutely incredible! That's hilarious. <laughs> I love That's that. That's really good. That's excellent content. Oh. There's a there's a girl on TikTok who does cooking, but her thing is OnlyPans. Only I and love she's her like, channel. Yeah, she's like, I hope you're hungry, babe. Hope you're hungry. <laughs> oh god, she's excellent. She's very good. Love you're you're making me feel like my only, like the the my plan is probably already taken. Because I was gonna start one up named uh, Chatterbake. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Gosh. 
<laughs> Chatterbake. You should just do because something I would Pokemon be Snap. I'd be, you know, we'd be cooking. Yeah, obviously. and or chatting. Yeah. yeah. All while you're in a hot tub, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I mean, just making sure. I need to clarify Twitch, here. Twitch hot tub meta. Of course. <laughs> we, I mean, you have to do what's what's popular at the moment. Sign I, me up. I saw, I saw a tweet that was hilarious. It was just like, is porn stars starting Twitch accounts and doing hot tub streams considered smurfing? <laughs> <laughs> wow! Uh, yes, oh, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. Not gonna lie, it's pretty good. Oh uh, gosh! On that note, uh, we are gonna get off of here. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, come back next week. Here. <laughs> that's right, we are. Uh, come back next week. We're gonna come have back Alex's next week for two weeks. Come back. Gosh! gosh. Good lord! Show back up in two weeks. There we we're go. Have Alex's moment of silence. We're also gonna have Caleb's update on Silk Song. Don't expect much. Hey, 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 hey. Be optimistic. It's a whole optimistic. fortnight away. Optimistic. Thanks so much. We'll catch you next time. This week's podcast was edited by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCoslin, Chad McCoslin, Jake John Fetterkyle, Caleb Juno, and Owen Patterline. This week's music was again brought to you by Amer. You can check out his music on Spotify, or you can also check it out on soundcloud.com forward slash Amer. Additionally, you can check out everything that we do, We Are The Horizon, at our website, www.wearethehorizon.com. We have a lot of video posts as well as links to other content we've done in the past. We also have a couple new series that we've been working on, one for a custom Divinity campaign and another for a Pathfinder campaign that we've been working on. So make sure you check those out as well. Again, thanks so much for joining us and we'll catch you next time.